John chapter 9 verses 1 to 12. Here we're going to read about the blind man, how Jesus healed the person who was born blind. And this blind man, his life was like very different from the other who was sick because this man did not do any sin. His sickness was not as a result of sin. So we see the difference between this person and the previous person that we saw who Jesus healed. We're going to read from verses 1 to 12. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay, and saith unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were then eyes opened? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay, and anointed my eyes, and said unto him, Go to the pool of Siloam, and wash. And I went and washed, and received, and I received sight. Then said they unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. And if we read from verses 35 to 41, we'll see how Jesus talks to the man and how he is like introducing himself to the man. This man, he did not actually know who Jesus was. And we'll just read that also. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this world, that they which see might not see, and that they which see might be made blind. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words, and said unto him, Are we blind also? Jesus said unto him, If we were blind, ye should have no sin. But now ye say, We see, therefore your sin remaineth. So we see from 35 on saying Jesus is introducing himself as the son of God to this blind man. He did not know anything about Jesus. He was born blind from birth and he couldn't see. But now Jesus goes to this man and he's healing him. What he is doing is he's putting the clay that he made with his spit on his eyes and it says he anointed his eyes. The Lord Jesus actually, it was not an object that he put, you know, he anointed his eyes and he's telling him, go, wash your eyes in the pool of Siloam. So this man didn't know who Jesus was, but he knew that he had to obey. And his light came at that time. All these years he was blind, he couldn't see. But the light of this world, and we see over here, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Verse 5. That light... Jesus Christ, he came and he stood before him. And he came and he spoke to him. And he said, go do this. Go to the pool of 
salawam and wash your eyes. And he did that. He obeyed that. Imagine he did not go. Imagine he said, who is this man? You know, he's putting some wet stuff on my eyes. What are you doing? I don't even know who you are. I'm not going to go make a trip. He didn't do that. But he listened. And he went. He went by himself and he washed his eyes. When he obeyed, he was able to see. And the Lord opened his eyes. And when the Lord Jesus put the clay on his eyes and anointed his eyes, he was healed. He was already healed. But his obedience caused him to inherit that blessing. And so, when Jesus comes to us and he tells us, no matter what your situation is, arise. Your light has come. Tonight it has come. For this month, God is going to do something. You expect it. God is going to do something that you never thought was going to happen. You might have prayed and prayed and prayed and almost felt like giving up. The Lord says, I am going to break that which was pressing your heart. I am going to take that burden off. I am going to give you what you've been yearning for, what your heart has been longing for. God says, I'm going to do it. Are we willing to believe? Or are we going to say that this is going to be another day, like yesterday? This is going to be another day. Every year it's like this. Every month it's like this. Every week, every day is like this. You know, this is just this is how it's going to be. Are we going to settle for that? Or when Jesus comes to us and says, Arise, your light is come. God's glory has come on you. Are we willing to say, Lord, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do what you're telling me to do. I'm going to believe, Lord. And I'm going to inherit everything that you have for me. Even though I don't know what God is telling. Even though I'm not able to see the light. Like these people, they didn't know who Jesus was. They didn't know that light. So, Jesus, the light of the world, came and stood before them. They didn't know that light. Just like we see in Isaiah 60. God is saying, arise and shine for your light has come. If we can see the light, obviously we'll get up already. Nobody needs to talk that our light came. But everything still looks dark. But obedience matters. When the Lord speaks to us, even before we see, that's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And when we act upon God's word, when the Lord speaks to us, arise, your light has come. And when we obey Him, we see that light shine in our lives. So, the Lord is speaking to us tonight. He's saying, when I come to you, when I speak to you, that I am rolling your burden away. I am taking your sorrow away. I'm going to take away the thing that has been weighing heavy on your shoulders, that yoke that was not from me. I'm going to remove that. I'm here. I'm the light. I'm going to take the darkness away. And God says, arise. That's an act of faith. The man who, was, who could not get up, who was there 38 years, he could not get up. But he got up. When the Lord said, arise, he got up. Because he believed. Even though his body was dead, he wasn't able to get up. He believed and he got up. So the same way, when the Lord told this man to go wash his eyes in the pool of Siloam, he went and he did it. Even though he did not know that that light was in front of him. So this night, that same light is in front of us. He's on us. And he's telling us, arise and shine. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And the reason why the Lord has come to us tonight is, God wants us to shine for him. God wants us to shine for him. And his light that lights any 
every person and his light that drives out every darkness when that light comes on us it makes us to reflect him that is the purpose so that people may be drawn to Jesus Christ so we read here in Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven and Jesus is talking to his disciples to people who are following him listening to him that the light that God puts in us his light let it shine it should shine in a way that people will see our good works and glorify our father which is in heaven if you see the previous verse, it says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and give it light unto all that are in the house. The purpose why God is giving us light is for us to shine. So that people will see that light and glorify the Father which is in heaven. The light is not for us to just keep it in. That's why I was saying it's a twofold blessing. When the Lord comes to us, when His light shines on us, it's a twofold blessing. One is for us personally, that our darkness has been removed. Number two is, people see that, and they're drawn to the Lord. So that is the purpose, He says. Let them see that light, and be drawn to the Father which is in heaven. Let them give glory to the Lord. So, we have to say, Lord, I want to be that light that you want me to be. Lord, I know you are here. I know you are here to remove my darkness. I know you are here, Lord, to remove that which I was thinking, which is not even going to happen. But Lord, I believe. Because you are speaking to me, because you are telling me to arise, I'm going to rise. And I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Lord, as an act of faith, Lord, I believe that your glory has risen upon me, even though I do not see anything. That is the point of this message. Even though we do not see anything, even though our circumstance stays the same, looks the same, God sees completely different because His light is on us. He is able to see it. We will not until we obey, until we step out in faith. Only when we step out in faith, we will see that glory light on us. And people around us will see that glory light on us. So we have to be those people who took that step of faith, who walked to the pool of Siloam, who got up, took up their bed, and walked. So that people saw them, and they glorified God. When you see these two people's lives, they never hid it. After receiving the healing, they never hid it. They were going telling everyone, you know, even though they did not know who Jesus was, they were telling, this man did this to me, and that's how I got healed. I know I was blind, but now I can see. That's what Jesus was talking about. People will see what God has done, they will see that light that God put in your life and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So they did not hide it under a bushel. They let their lights to shine. So that's what we have to do. Our responsibility is when that light comes on us, we want that light to shine so kings will come to the brightness of the rising. So that Gentiles will come to that light. And that light will draw and then that light will draw. It has to draw. Just like we cannot cover the moon, but the light of the Lord comes on us, we cannot cover it. So we have to realize, Lord, I want to be that light, Lord. I want to reflect your glory. Lord, this month, Lord, I believe that you're going to do something new. Lord, I believe 
what has been stagnant in my life. Lord, you will remove that for me. We say, Lord, as you're speaking to me this night, that burden that has been weighing heavy on my life, Lord, you're going to remove that off of me because you have promised that your light has risen on me. And you're going to do this in such a way that not only my burden is going to be gone, people will see that on my life and they will glorify God. So, we to remember that it's a twofold blessing what the Lord will do for us. One is, He will take our darkness away. Number two is, He will cause the Gentiles to see that light and be drawn to Jesus.